0: Greetings, earthlings! Welcome to 2021. This is Survival Kit for the Mental with your host, Sun Canessa, squeezing your mind and gut tightly from somewhere in the Southwest and mostly in the Americas. This year, I'm going to be tuning in with different folks that are practitioners, therapists, thinkers, feelers, lawyers, mappers, painters, and all sorts of other kinds in which we'll get to share and explore around our mental health and our diagnosis and our practices and tools that have led us to endure different states of mind and different predispositions and conditions. So I hope this finds somewhat of a fruitful turn and coin for you and that the tools that we discover together and this podcast come to serve you in your own path. So as always, may you have the courage to change and play and doubt everything. I am someone of a bipolar, queer, neurodiverse advocate, peer wellness specialist in pursuit of variance in dialogue and forms of communicating and discussing our mentals and what sometimes can keep us up at night. So be there as it may. Thank you for tuning in and joining us today. Happy Sunday. judgments in my head. I'm amazed at how when digesting an experience so many labels of good, bad, excited, anxious, worthy, unworthy are birthed into my psyche to interpret what's happening and what is happening I am greeting you from the tropics which indeed feels oh so nice currently at sea level after being for almost for a whole year at over 5,000 feet of altitude which both have different lessons and whispers for us to understand about ourselves and our environment. As I am taking some time to cocoon and to build a little bit of resilience again, the winter being a time of a lot of caving and bear linking and lethargic kind of mind fog. Birthing into a kind of fresher and more agile daily participation with life and enjoyment of little chores. I, for One can say that I do like the repetition of my morning rituals. It's why in my art practice, I tend to do the same thing over and over again. And miraculously, there's always a very different result or imprint in the emotional language that visually represents itself in front of me and I connect that as a metaphor to life. Sometimes we're doing the same thing, but something is shifting. Our bodies are constantly shifting, our neurology is constantly shifting, and as someone in the spectrum, I have to say that repetition and habit allows me great expansion. And I can understand how to some people, it can lead to stagnation. And I guess it depends on the amount of time that you spend doing one thing. But to give you an example, going back to morning meditation 10 minutes a day has been so helpful to my mental state, to my being in the present to my understanding that I'm exactly where I need to be and to treat the moments of the day which are uncomfortable to me with a great sense of compassion. I was writing this morning and something that really kind of popped up for me was the awareness of how Let's say, you know, I I don't know if you knew, but I feel like I'm an anxious person. And I witness how my anxiety is always driven and kind of fed by this focus on what I cannot control. On this focus on all the aspects in my life that are lacking. And I believe that this habit is a very ingrained habit for decades now for me and I'm always so surprised in all the subliminal ways in which I support this habit and how my mind just without thought even without any input directly goes to that. It's a default. And so like going to the gym, the the kind of lifting that little weight over and over again to refocus on what I can control from something as simple as brushing my teeth, from something as simple as making the breakfast that I like, for something as simple as sitting down to doing a 10 minute meditation and finding the reward in that rejoicing and as I'm shifting my consciousness to that direction and going to this mental gym, I am creating and finding a space in which I can relate to myself differently in which I can move away from capitalistic, sexistic, culturalistic paradigm into my own and understanding what serves me in this moment, what allows me to continue to focus on these aspects of my life that are controllable if I need to or aspects of my life which give me more energy because energy is life and so much energy can be spent in the worry in the uncertainty in the I don't feel good in the when will I get better in the when will this pass and truly practicing for any moment that arises in the future for any circumstance focusing in the certainty and focusing in the joy and focusing on the resting and you know you can get really creative with this and also being really compassionate and humble when you cannot for example i really did not want to record this podcast today and i wonder if it's because i'm getting out of you know i'm like losing the habit I wonder if it's because sharing my story is a little bit more I'm finding resistance within that or if you know there's that self-doubt of what do you think you're doing or what are you going to say and then you know witnessing that the reason why I did it was because I wanted to feel worthy and keep to my compromises and that leads me to this moment. And so I went through this whole thing before hitting record where I was like trying to lay on a hammock, but I couldn't, I was anxious. I was like, oh my God, I have to do this. I have to do this until I do it. I will lay in a hammock. And so very privileged, right? I'm just going to lay in a hammock and uh, I'm very grateful that I can do that. But it's that process, right? Of like, I should be um, in order to feel worthy. I need to do this so I feel like my nervous system can fully relax. And that's just a small snippet of something in the larger, you know, when we have to do anything, really. Even a phone call sometimes, right? You can't relax till you do your phone call or... Etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and so I just wanted to leave a note today on you know, this support that we have, which is our focused attention, this tool that we have, our focused attention, and just a reminder to notice without judgment what we give attention to, what how we judge what we give attention to. How we categorize what we give attention to. How we, you know, something like a relationship. You know, how do you categorize your relationship? How do you categorize the phase of your relationship? Whether that's to a partner, to a family member, to your work. And the stages, the different stages that you are within the relationship. And obviously everyone has different preferences and we all have our unique ideals of what our favorite or higher functioning or healthy aspects of relationship looks like and this is an invitation to expand the meaning of that to understand all the different forms that relating to life to your neurology, to your body, to food, to family, to community, to politics, to society shift over time. And inviting an a democracy, like a sense democracy, to be able to observe and be kind of kinder to yourself and find compassion and space to expand and make your own shapes within those limitations and boxes and foxes. So that is my little note for the day. Thank you for listening to a Sunday rant and I wish you a lot of focused attention and an invitation to really play and be extremely curious around what's your attention going to right now do you have something that you're fixated with or is your attention you know fully engaged with the environment that surrounds you and the tasks that you're doing and the conversations that you're having or is it hidden in your frickin' pocket? So be there as it may. Thanks for tuning in and tuning out. And lots of love from somewhere in Central America. Bye.